1: What's good, everyone? Alex Jutaris here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks Chess Etc. podcast. And as always, we got to review what we saw this past week from the New York Knickerbockers. John, it wasn't pretty this week, a lot of ugly basketball, but thank God the Knicks got that win against the Detroit Pistons. So we'll touch on everything that we saw this past week. On top of that, we're going to go over everything that we see for this upcoming slate. But then we also got to discuss, you know, this Alfred Payton slander that just kind of blew up the Twitter world and just give our old PSA and our little input about it. And you know what we see for this team moving forward, because you know we had Begley coming out on the putback talking about how the front office wanted to evaluate Mitch uh, for the for this season before they made a move for any other center. And Then on top of that, we also got we're going to continue to talk a little bit about Lonzo Ball and how he's going to fit for this team and any other Knicks topics that come along the way. But John, what do we got for Etcetera as well?
2: What's up, Alex? Uh, happy Easter uh, for those celebrating. And um, for Etc. today, we got some Yankee stuff. Man, we are officially in the spring. It is spring in, the New-, in New York City right now. Officially shorts and hoodie weather, so we're going to talk some Yankees baseball. We'll talk a little NBA Drew Holiday extension at the max, so we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit and what that means for the Knicks and this offseason, like you mentioned. And we're definitely going to get into the TNT schedule, as always, because... Sometimes you just gotta watch those primetime games, man. Just gotta watch them.
1: You already know, John. You already know. All right, right, so let's kick this thing. here with another Knicks episode of the Knicks Jets etc. podcast, and with me is always my buddy, my co-host, my pal, the man with the plan, the dude who could have played against the Minnesota Timberwolves himself, John Malika. What's going on, John? How are you doing today? Happy oh, Easter. Man. How are you enjoying today? Tough game.
2: I'm I'm having a good day, man. Happy Easter. Uh, I, I don't I don't. It's Catholic Easter today. I don't celebrate. Uh, now I'm on the Orthodox schedule, so my Easter is May second. But we're just chilling today. It's officially uh, NYC spring. I uh, took the the college kids out to uh, Six Flags on Saturday. That was an interesting time. Uh, times have changed, man. Times have changed out there. But it was fun. Um, maybe getting a little bit old, but I'm st- I, st- I still got it. We were on like 18 roller coasters, but I'm, I'm hurting a little bit today, man. How, how was your weekend? I know you had <laughs> a, a wild vacation week.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, Well, if anyone could look at both of us right now, we could see that both of us are exhausted. Um, I was down in the vineyard for my fiance's birthday on Wednesday, you know, came back yesterday on Saturday. Today we're recording on a Sunday at 1.29 p.m. And when we got back, we got uh, some family in from Jamaica. So we hung out with them yesterday, too. It was a very long day. Very, very long day. Got back in like one had like about two, three hours to like kind of gather myself, shower up, and then just hang out with family for the rest of the night. So it was a great time. Uh, but now what a year, we're man. What a
2: difference. What a difference a year makes. Like literally last year, we, April 4th, we're in our homes. Like I'm washing my hands 11 times because I touched yep. an Amazon box. Uh, now, awesome. we're yeah. at, we're now we're out here uh, complaining that we're tired from all the people, all the different people that we have to see and the traveling. So. I'm 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 happy uh I'm happy we we're here. We uh
1: we're on the other side. Yeah, absolutely. It's Starting to feel like things are coming back to normal, right? The vaccines rolling out, people are getting vaccinated. Uh, we we're, we're slow again there. It's spring. We're not locked up during the winter as we were and just had nothing else. It was just like you felt like you were just a prisoner during uh you know, like Obviously, it's way different than being in prison, but I'm just saying, like, just being stuck in your own home and can't really go outside and enjoy anything or see anybody because you're afraid of getting someone sick. Yeah, man, things are starting to change. But sheesh, putting on jeans, bro. <laughs> that was, I know. I know. My, my weight's been fluctuating, man. I, I did
2: so good beginning of quarantine. I was, like, maintaining, okay, now. And now I'm just – it's terrible. Maybe I'll – I'm going to blame the restaurants for now, but since I've been vaccinated, I have exactly zero excuses to not go to the gym. And it's starting to get nice out. So my, my excuses have officially run out, man. So I think I think I, I think I'm going to start getting back
1: into it as well. Yeah, man. I think after this, I'm just going to go down to the park to shoot around. I live like a few, few blocks away from a uh, hoop, so I want to put up some shots. It's been a minute. I miss play. That's what I used to do, man. That's what we used to do. We used to play pickup like regularly, man. I used to, I don't know about you, but I play like three, four times a week. That was my exercise. I went outside not too long ago, just try to go up for a layup. I was like, whoa. It's <laughs> 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 like, what's jumping? It's bro? like you went up
2: lefty, but you felt like you're going lefty, but it was normal. Like you're normal. Yeah. Person.
1: No, nah, it's crazy, bro. We're losing our prime uh, pickup years. You know what it is? Sorry, <laughs> right. we're still we're still good, man. We're still good. Don't worry. <laughs> sign me, sign me to a contract. If, if if I got paid for as much as I play pickup, man, I'd be rich right now. I'll just say that. <laughs> I'll take I'll
2: take one 10 day and hang it up right near my diplomas and stuff. That'd be good.
1: Oh oh fact. Speaking about 10 days, right? Well, we got a new man on the on the team for the New York Knickerbockers, my man. Uh, I'm gonna butcher this name. Terribly, so John, if you know it better than me, uh, please step in. Uh- <laughs> You're on your own for this one, man. Oh my goodness! Give me a second. Give me a second to read the name, people, and let me try to figure this out. Uh, so, New York Knicks signed to a ten-day contract. Uh, Norval Powell Pell. I mean Pell P E L E. So yeah, I don't know. He's gone. Sh- yeah, NP. He's gonna get the NP. Uh, so. That's you fair. Know, he made his debut against the Pistons last night. He's a rim protector. Um like Mitch was in a lot of foul trouble when he was on the Philadelphia 76ers, but he is a shot blocking machine, so we're just adding depth to the th- center position because of Mitch's injury, of course, and you know, made a nice debut against the Pistons. It's the Detroit Pistons. Nothing we should make any like Hell or high water type of overreaction for it was cool seeing him get in some minutes, but yeah. Any thoughts I need, on
0: that?
1: I need Pistons and Cavs game
2: all throughout the schedule, man. I need those sprinkled in every every couple of weeks. Like, give me a Pistons and a Cavs game, make us feel better.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh We <laughs> that that is a fact. That is a fact. Um I wish we could play the Pistons all the time because after what we saw this past week, it was just brutal, man. Like. Let's get into it. Let's get into uh, let's get into what we saw this past week. So the New York Knickerbockers, right? We had this past week, we played the Minnesota Timberwolves. We also had the – what was it? We started, off with, we, started, we started with the Heat, man. We started with yeah,
2: the Heat. We, loss.
1: Yep, 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 yep. We started with the Miami Heat, Minnesota Timberwolves. We had the Dallas Mavericks, and then we had the Detroit Pistons yesterday on Saturday. So for the four games that we had this week – you know we we caught three l's <laughs> and yeah. one dub which not what we predicted john but it was were, rough, close. It we was were rough. close we yeah, were close we, we
2: especially had that that minnesota like traveling for one game that's not our uh that's not our uh, our style i i don't really have confidence in us like have, getting it together to travel for one game even if it's the worst team in the nba i just i don't trust this team right now
1: yeah this team I mean, I, look, man, there's always a trap game, but that wasn't even really a trap game. Let's, let's get into it, and then we're going to discuss uh, what we said at the top of the key about Alfred Payton because that game, Knicks fans just went over the top, and we got we to gotta touch on that for a hot minute after this. But this past week, right, we saw, as you said, the Miami Heat, Minnesota Timberwolves, Dallas Mavericks, Detroit Pistons, three Ls. Miami was a tough loss. We got blown out of the water uh, with that one just offensively just you know even though it was 98 88 was his final score like we kept them under under 100 points and we we had a lead in the first half going after the first half going to the second but the offense was just so stagnant man like we had derrick rose just chucking up shots we had no one that could really get a bucket we were, we were relying on julius randall to pull us out and Coming off an injury, man, like he didn't play against the Bucks that Saturday, and it was just tough to ask so much of you know him, especially considering one he had a thigh contusion, right? So how much more could he have actually like done for us that game?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, that was tough. And yeah. then RJ, and then you had RJ Barrett, who you know it wasn't it was it wasn't a great game for him either. It was it was a, it was a tough game. And then you know we thought we can. We thought we could bounce back against minnesota timberwolves but we had the same thing we led the we led for majority of the game and then it comes down to the last few seconds and we lose to you know an rj like step back not a pretty look dallas mavericks offense was just not there in the second half jesus it was just terrible man yeah i was was gonna say
2: i don't really i don't really think the heat the heat and the the wolves game are comparable I think the Mavericks and the Heat, uh, the Mavericks and the Wolves game is definitely comparable. Absolutely, um, yeah. Like the, the Heat game, dude, like first of all, it was a huge '90s basketball moment. Not only because it was the Heat, but it was a straight up '90s basketball game, and I really, I truly loved it. Um, it was better than '90s basketball because, side note, I watched some NBA TV Eastern Conference, Western Conference finals from the '90s, uh, the Blazer series, and then we had the Magic Pacers series. Talk about questionable calls, man. I don't know if they were survive. Forget they're talking about players surviving the '90s. I don't know if the '90s NBA refs organization would have survived Twitter. I legit don't think so. Like Shaq going over eight in '95 before he got the max contract in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, uh, Horace Grant and Shaq fouling out on ridiculous plays. Like they had like, oh my, it was insane. It, it was just, it was and then the 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 overtime. You know the the shots at the end by. Reggie and Anthony were crazy. Anyway, sidetrack. But anyway, so the, the, that was the, the Heat-Knicks game really reminded me of, like, this whole 90s vibe. And just speaking of the NBA, dude, you better watch out for the Heat. Watch out for the Heat in the playoffs. They will lock you down. Uh, we only had one quarter in that game. We only had the second quarter. First quarter, we stunk. The second quarter, we got hot. And then the second half, we were trash. Um... To be honest with you man where I see the Knicks personally is like I don't want to say ceiling heat but like that that's that's our model right now like of course the the heat are still trying to fix you know they have like they're trying to fix stuff but the heat are really our model they play solid defense they got the wings their offense is kind of stagnant but they all could kind of like shimmy and they have a point guard who pushes pace so they have the pace on the offense, and they lock it down to you. So I'm, I'm really loving this Heat team. So i just kind of I'll throw that out there. It only is a 10-point loss. We lost by more than 10 points. <laughs> like, we got yeah. we got killed that game. We only had one quarter, dude. That was not a close game.
1: It was not a close game whatsoever. Like, it shows 10 points, and, like, 10 points is a close game, but there was nothing close. They're, in- <laughs> they're not in our league.
2: Yeah, no. We, we can't play them in the playoffs. And kind of to your credit, like, it's a nice um, – What's the word? It, it, it's a nice, it's a nice sense of reality for us uh, as, as a Knicks, as a Knicks organization, as a Knicks fan base. Like, hey, like we're just not there yet, but we're good, and here's where we stand. You know what I mean? And like, here's where we can get to, and it's not that far off. But clearly, we're not in the, We're a, a tier below uh, the Heat. The Wolves, on the other hand, Alex, what's going on, man? I know, I know. I know that the signs of a young team, of an inexperienced team, in any sport, is that they can't close games. Fine. We have had that problem. We can't close games. Sometimes we have trouble. I don't, I'll say 50-50 with the halves. Sometimes we close the halves good, sometimes not. So, 50, But the end of the game, man, we are not closing games. And yeah. it's a sign of a young team, and it's a sign of a team with no point guard. But... Dude, those second-chance opportunities in Minnesota actually wanted me to rip my own heart out.
1: That was a gut-wrenching loss for so many reasons because, you know, we start off... It's not even when we start off, man. We we took the lead. Like, we had a commanding lead. We were up by 18 points at one point. Like, we had- <laughs> Dude, we were up... The, and that was, that, was, that was, like, late... That was in the third quarter. It wasn't that that
2: wasn't even like in the beginning of the game like we started off like 14-0 run with the Pistons and held it like none of that. It was like we were up in the third quarter, we we're murdering them. I was thinking like who's going to play today? Is Harper going to get minutes? Like I'm I'm not, that's literally what I'm thinking when I'm watching this game. And then all of a sudden the tide is slowly turning, man. The tide was so... like me, I know me and you are freaking out about it. We're just not guarding anyone on the on the on the wings. We're just letting people, sh- it's, it's you know, it's like we we're talking about pick up basketball early today. It's like, you know, like when you're up and pick up basketball, and you're just like, oh, dude, like we're up. It's like point game. It's like point seven. The game's 11. You're like, all right, whatever. You know, this guy's going to shoot a three. It's not a big deal. Let him shoot. I'd rather like get the rebound or, you know, just lazy. And we did that on like seven straight possessions. And all of a sudden, it was like a four or five point game and everything got tight.
1: Dude, it got tight for no reason, though, because we, it was just sloppy passing. It was like you know, we had Burks turnovers. We had – we went to – we ran the same play so many times. Like whether it was like a Burks pick and roll we with Taj like we did over and over or whether it was just like going down to Julius like the last five you know, five possessions. You know, Alfred Payton, you know, not – like you're a point guard. You should be able to like protect the ball. Like we had an R.J. Barrett step-back jumper. I, like when I saw the RJ step back jumper to end the game, I was like Patrick Ewing in my head. Like, do you practice that shot? Have you practiced that shot? Do you do that? Sh-? No, you do not. Like, what are you do you like? <sighs> okay, I re- I, okay,
2: scene. fine. I, 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 wasn't even. I didn't. I didn't want to go into this, but I kind of have. I, I have a different take than that, man. I thought it was fine. You thought I was thought fine? the RJ play was fine, dude. Because if he, I mean, uh, uh, if he hit that shot, yo, RJ. Right now, his jersey, he's in the his, his is in the like in the Raptors right now, like literally. And it's not even the the, the Twitter joke where it's like they have the, the, the you know the seventies banner and then like whatever weird. No, it would be the number one thing up until this NCAA game that, that just happened. You know what I mean with uh with UCLA and Gonzaga, and it was a good it was, it was it was a good. Okay, look, it wasn't the play that everybody wanted, and I think that Anthony Edwards talking about RJ in a negative way. Kind of like validated everybody's feelings about oh, how, and it was right after the game. That was like in the post game. Yep. So that yep. kind of validated it right away. And everyone like ran with that was the worst play. RJ sucks. He's 20 years old. He, it's okay for him to miss shots because I mean, I don't want to say this out loud and people might think I'm being ridiculous, but yo, like Kobe Bryant shot a lot of shots at the end of games when he was young and older, and they were terrible, and they were bad. But, like, you know what happened? He got better from it. And you know what the best time to do that is? Against the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know what I mean? On a way game. Like, he could have been the hero of that game, and if not, nobody cares about RJ in this game. You know what I mean? It, it, this game is not all on RJ Barrett, actually. No, not at all. Really. I, I, I want you to get into it. The person who took all of that on on his head was Alfred Payne. You know what I mean? Nobody even cares about, about the RJ shot, so... Um, I I think it was a good move personally. Like I don't know if it was drawn up like that, but for for that way to happen for the Knicks organization for Tibbs for RJ, I think it was great for it to happen that way. I'm upset he missed it. I didn't have that much confidence when he had the shot that he was gonna like bank it in. But when he was doing it, I wasn't upset. You know what I mean? If it was him, Randall, I wasn't freaking out. Like if that's if that's Bullock, I'm pissed. If it's Burks, especially that game where you saw bad bu- – we saw bad Burks, man. As much as oh, we saw last, good
1: Burks, we saw, we, saw last, we saw bad Burks, man. And we, last we, quarter and a half, it was really bad. It we can't really take the ball bad. out of his hand, dude.
2: He reminds, me of, he reminds me of my CYO college kids where like – you're, like, you're, you're good at basketball, dude. Like, you know, one of my guards, you're really good. You killed it last game. You're really good. We all know you're good. You're having a bad game. Like, stop trying to compensate every play. So, like, you're just down at the casino, man. So you you know you you lost a hundred dollars on blackjack. You're pissed because you usually win a lot. The next bet you bet you bet one fifty. You lost that, so now you're gonna bet four hundred next time. Like that's what that's what's happening every time. Know, it's, absolutely, yeah. And, and and it was too much, dude. And this is what happens when you don't have a point guard. Yes, the second chance opportunity rebound. You know, no backup center. Even though Taj had a good game, killed me. I I, I was dying with no because they're tired, dude. And 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 so the the, the second chance rebounds were killing me, but. There was no point guard. So if you want to go off on your boy, Alfred Payne, like, you know, you, you like take take the floor. But, like, that, that's what killed me, man. Because even Melo, right? Even Melo, in the in time he's won the Knicks, of course he's the best player. Just give him the ball at the end of the game and let him do his thing. But what did Melo always need, dude? A point guard. Someone to open up the floor for him. You know what I mean? And we just yeah, don't have that. And he's not, he's not Alfred Payne. It's just not, yeah, no, even though I, even though I like Payton, you know, I'm on the record, you know, constantly. Like my ask my brother, ask you. Like I, I like Payton, but it's just not, it's just not the role for him, man.
1: No, I agree with you 100. And my thing with the RJ, here's my thing with RJ. It was against Cat seven footer, so you had to get it over Cat. You know what I mean? I'd rather him drive in that situation than trying to go over a seven footer. I don't care what the like the step back. The, for the context of the step back, I don't care that he's doing a step back. If it was a step back against like Anthony Edwards or someone else like around his size, yo, there's a better shot that you don't have to put it up that high to get it over somebody. But it's Cat. So Cat's a seven-footer. And once Cat puts his arm up, we're talking about another, what, seven and a half, somewhere between seven and a half to eight feet, right? I don't know his wingspan off the top. Yeah, he's, but he's, still. You're, you're closing your eyes. You're closing your eyes yeah. and you're shooting the ball. And, you're, and but- you're hoping for a prayer. And he's not, that, he, like, he's not that type of shooter. That's why I would rather have him drive. Like Can
2: over. Devil's advocate the drive though? Is he gonna get is R, is 20 year old RJ Barrett gonna get a call against Carl Anthony Towns, even if he gets literally punched in the head? Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> like literally even know, even you know, punched read,
1: in the by, head. I know he doesn't get calls whatsoever, and it's just it's an atrocity. At it against point. Carl I Towns. It, yeah. it, in Minnesota, it was a it's been against a crazy the, momentum you know. switch. <laughs> it's not happening. You know what I mean? Against, he knows. You know, against one of the worst defenders who uses his arms every single living day to just like stop people, it's ridiculous. But hey, that's another topic for another story. And Monty McCutcheon and Adam Silver have to have it, do a better job on that. Won't go on that subject though. Anyway, I would rather him drive and then see like if he doesn't draw the foul, he doesn't draw the foul. But I, it's at least more acceptable on him driving because he could create that step. Like we saw against Miami not too long ago, he had that shot. He created against Jimmy Butler. So do it against a guy who's slow on defense. That's all I wanted. And I think he could have gotten that's that step on Taj. All right. That's fair. Now to get to the issue at hand, which has sent Twitter world and probably Knicks fans. I don't even see on Twitter, probably on Facebook ablaze was Alfred Payton after that game. Because I get it. We saw the Miami game. Elf got 19 minutes. He got more minutes. I think he got 28 minutes this game. We didn't have D Rose this game like we did against Miami. And now you see a guy who gets a rebound, makes a mistake. Wasn't all of his fault at that game. Like team defense just sucked. People were hitting their shots. A lot of ISO ball at the end, a lot of turnovers. It wasn't just him. And so then you have everyone just going ablaze, like why IQ needs to start or why Valver Payton shouldn't play so many minutes and all this type of stuff. Look guys, I love, I love IQ. I want IQ to play. Should IQ probably been in the game at the end against Minnesota? Absolutely. To create some four spacing. Don't disagree with that whatsoever, but to go off on like this is more like it, that was more of Tibbs coaching than the guy that you got to attack who's just in there. When your number is called, you're going in there. Okay. Let's just get that clear. So, Alfred Payton's out there because Tibbs wants to go out there because Tibbs wants him out there. Tibbs wants him out there. Alfred Payton didn't have a great game. I mean, not Payton, uh, IQ didn't have IQ, a great game either. You're right. Like, he went and, off of and, four, and Alfred Payton's show- a defense. We have a defensive coach. Like, you're right. You have a defensive coach. He puts in a defensive guy. What do you want him to do? Yeah, and so like look, I was IQ playing better defense that game. Absolutely. Was he was playing better defense. It's against the Timberwolves. Sure, you could argue that he could you got you could have gotten the same thing. Tibbs decides in the last minute he wants to go with a veteran guy, right? He wants, hey, I want my vet out there who I can trust on defense, who understands schemes. da da da. Look, I get I get let's let's understand that thinking before we get into understanding Alfred Payton, like sure. All right. That's Tibbs' thought. You can blame Tibbs. Don't kill, don't kill the messenger all the time. All right, Peyton doesn't fit on this team. I've said it numerous times, whether it's on here, other platforms. I even said it in the piece I talked about Lonzo Ball. Alfred Payton has done an admirable job for some, to, for some games. He's not the greatest. He's not. He's in a role that's not for him. He's not a starting point guard. He's a backup point guard. He's been thrusted into a role because that is what Tiz wants. He wants veteran guys. We didn't have Derrick Rose to start the season. Derrick Rose missed some games. When Alfred Payne comes back, he's like, I need a point guard because Frank is not doing it. And we saw Frank doesn't always do it. And so in a game where you want to win. Right against Minnesota because the stretch is going to suck. It's going to be tough on us, especially that last game, especially that West Coast trip. We got to go against the Lakers, the Clippers, the Suns, and everybody else. Where it's, it's just, coming. I just, it's, it's a coming. it's a straight, it's, stri- it's a, you know, if LeBron is back that week, it's, and if, if no one gets rested that week, that is a zero and five. Like we're going zero and five. I have, z- I have little faith, like absolutely little faith, just because we got to be real. Like I love this team. This is the little engine that could, right? But let's, there's a capacity to what this team can actually do. But now to go off on Alfred Payton <laughs> and just make him the sole devil of just like why we lost, that's fucking insanity. All right. I get it. He does he it's doesn't, Easter, cut
2: the, Alex, it's Easter.
1: I, <laughs> sorry. Okay, okay. Okay. But I get it. He doesn't cut the lane very well. It's very lethargic. Like he, he's stutter stepping going through the lane when he should be cutting with more vigor. Okay. He didn't, he didn't handle the ball well where Anthony Edwards on back-to-back possessions and you get a free lay-in dunk and two turnovers. I get it, but that's not the only part of that game. There was so much more. There were, why the hell do we have Malik uh sorry, no, I'm just not say Malik, but uh why do we have uh Beasley, right? Just wide open. Why is he wide open? Why is he wide open for 3? Who who who's guarding
2: him? <laughs> Like what's going on? Are we are we like one of the worst? I I honestly like no 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 fact check. Are we one of the worst defensive teams behind the arc? Like just strictly behind the arc. I know we are the highest defensive rating. Are we? Because I don't. I watch. Of course, I watch other basketball. And the problem is, it's almost a volume game for when you watch when you watch other teams like League Pass. Like you know I do, and I know you do. Like we're just watching. Const, you know, constantly just watching the other NBA games. The pace is just so different, and the volume of the shots is just so high. With but, us, I just feel like the, the we we let up little shots, but yo, some teams just go off on us, dude. Like, here, like Minnesota for three, Orlando from the mid range. Like, it all just hurts me inside. Like, I don't dude, get it.
1: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and I'm gonna finish. like we had so we had Malik Beasley. And we had uh, Jada McDaniel's just go off from three, man. Like those two guys were just and the, killing and the us. Pacers.
2: Like it's just it's insane, dude. Like these teams but, who are like technically bottom of the standings, like in the whole NBA. You know what I mean? Like mid to bottom tier, they're going off on us.
1: But the thing is, is that the our the defense is good. We allow guys who can't shoot for the most. Like we cover guys well who are like we leave guys open who are like yeah, let them take the three. You know what I mean? The, we our, have our version of RJ. Yeah, essentially. Um, But the thing is, like, in this game, the Minnesota Timberwolves are actually a good offensive team. They just suck defensively, and they don't, you know, for the most – like, they're not great offensively, but they're good. Like, I I know they're in the bottom of the standings, like, in offensive rating. I think they're around 23rd, somewhere around there, in the 20th, like, in the 20s, like, top 20s, uh, or low 20s, I should say. But you still can't leave them open when you have Malik Beasley, you have Carl Anthony Towns, you have Jaden McDaniels. Like, these are not guys – You know, who should be left open? Like, you have Julius Randle just like not checking Jada McDonald's in the first half, and you have Jada McDonald's going four for nine from three, seven from 13 from the field. And you're like, what's going on here? Or you have Malik Beasley going five for nine from the field and five for eight from three. Like, we're, what, what are we doing, man? Like, you want, like, why don't we blame on that? Why don't we put why, why aren't we blaming on giving open shots? And then we give you know Anthony Edwards just like free roaming just to go finish off an easy, easy, easy lanes. Like no one's co- protecting uh, back doors. Like, what this is the shit that's like you're gonna blame it all- like is Alfred Payton supposed to be guarding everybody? And this is where I'm coming back to like Alfred Payton was a problem in the game, but he wasn't the sole reason. And then when we see like everyone just like saying, Elf sucks, da 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 da, it's like Elf is an NBA player. All right. I know it's easy to say suck because it's like simple, basic language that we can use to like go against somebody, but he just doesn't fit on this team. The reality is that he just does not fit on this team. He does not fit on this team. He does not shoot the three. He does not shoot the mid range. He's not good. Like at any of those things, he can drive really well. You know, we're not getting the passing that he was. He was averaging around seven assists last season. He's down on that. He's not facilitating. He's not doing any of those things. One, because of scheme, because we have Julius Randle, who's initiating the offense. So that's not Peyton's job like it was last season, all right? We cut out point Randle last season, and we let Elf bring up the ball and operate to be the point guard. That's not happening this season. So what we it does, does it make sense to have IQ then? Absolutely. But at the same time, it's Tibbs who's coaching. Leave the guy who's playing, like, to a certain extent alone, like, To a certain extent, like Payton's not like checking himself in. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling IQ out. I'm coming in that like what if you want to talk? It was a bad coaching game. Yes, it was a bad coaching game on Tibbs, but the fact that everyone's just out here killing Alfred Payton and it's kind of overkill at this point where it's like every single game we have to see Alfred Payton slander and then we have. You know, people like trying to defend Elf and be like, who, who, who it's like, where it seems like he's just blind to say he doesn't do anything wrong. Like if you think Elf, like if you, if you, there's, there's two, there's two sides of this aisle where it's like two extremes. If you think Alfred Payton is good fit for this team and that Tibbs just is, doesn't make any mistakes as a coach, you're wrong. Okay. He's human. He makes mistakes. He has blind spots for as great of a job he's done. There are flaws into his coaching. All right. Now you want to talk about Alfred Payton. Is Alfred Payton the greatest point guard that we've had on this team? No. Is he the worst point guard that we've ever had in history? Maybe? Debatable? No. I don't think so. Um, I, I put in Marty Collins. into you, the. I put in Marty Collins. Yeah, Yeah. So, like, I don't think he, – he just doesn't fit, man. Like, you put Elf on a different team, put him in a role where he's a backup, I, I, I he probably looks a lot better. And it looks like he doesn't want to be here, all right? And to a certain extent – Like it's overkill with this Alfred Payne stuff. We know what it is at this point. He didn't get traded. He's here on this team. He's going to be utilized. Do we understand that? Sure. It's a short term thing. Wouldn't it be some like if he comes back next season, we can have some like more anger that if he comes back because it's just not a good fit. But it's this season at this point, it's just, it's just, it's just noise where we're just like, let's go off on Alfred Payne. Just like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't get it, man. Like, I, I, I just don't get, I don't get, like, yeah. I just don't get it. It's like. I know. Yeah. I, I see your I,
2: frustration. Yeah. I, I just, I, I agree just with like, your sentiment. I
1: don't, I don't tweet like, I don't tweet about Elver Payton because it's obvious. It's just more than obvious that he just doesn't fit. Beginning of the season, he didn't look good. We've seen it now, like where he's just, he just doesn't fit. But what do you want? What, like, what do you want out of this team? You know what the coach is going to do? Stop directing it at the, it's like, it's like if you don't like a law and you're directing at one person, go go to the people who are the lawmakers. Mm-hmm. Don't go to the guys enforcing the shit. Like, to certain, yeah. it, It's all it, it's all dependent on the situation, and so I don't know, man. I I think it's overkill at this point. Like, mm-hmm. we get it. Sometimes it's entertaining. I won't like I won't lie. Sometimes depending on the situation, it can be entertaining. Like to hear it. Like, won't say that it's not. But if we're gonna be real, like every single game come on guys. but here's the thing it's
2: not even like my whole point here is it's really not every game like from a okay. real basketball aspect like sometimes actually Alfred Payton is exactly what the Knicks need to slow down the pace of the other team well, I'm and saying I'm saying I'm no, saying every no no no, no game, I agree come, with you no no no, no every I, single I, game
1: where like everyone's just commenting you know that's
2: what I'm mean? saying it's I'm saying it's not right for them to do that and we're taking it like a general picture and of course we're sports fans and we're fanatics and You know, it it, it causes them to be irrational. So I agree with you. And what I'm saying they're wrong is because we need Alfred Payton some games. Like we literally, I mean, for 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 for, forget the fact that um, we went in on an Alfred Payton who, yes, he can't push the he can't push our pace, and that's exactly what we're lacking. So it's definitely a problem. I agree with you, but against a team who is pushing the pace against, you know, a a slow-paced team like us. I know I'm convoluting. I use the word pace a lot, but when you you need someone to slow down the other team, guess what? It's not going to be IQ. It could be D. Rose, but at this point, I mean, don't even say Frank. I will kill you, (laughs) even though I know I love Frank, but we can't really put Frank there. And then we have Alfred Payton. He's the only guy that could really slowed down the other teams and we saw it this year man we see it I'm, I'm gonna keep saying the jazz game but that that's the best example i could think of off the top of my head he's just there to slow pace so i agree with you man it's just like i agree with you to a certain extent because i don't even think it's warranted i really don't think it's warranted like yeah some games he's it's bad but some games he's really good and we just don't care we're just like oh yeah he's supposed that's what he's supposed to do
1: oh yeah absolutely you know I mean? oh yeah no absolutely there are games no, it's funny because like there's games where he actually has like a decent game, and it's like yeah, we just talk about RJ or something. That and it's like, yeah, and it's like I get it. Like we all love the, you know, this is where it's like we're kids where we all love the new shiny toy. So we see IQ, we see the guy who's up and coming, but and we just want him on the court. We want to see what we can do because other teams will start all their rookies or their young guys, and they don't have that guys. Like each team is different in how it's developed. Like I'm not saying that. IQ has to be the, the four general. I'm not saying that he has to be this true point guard right now. He could potentially be all those things right now. He could potentially be all those things in the future, okay? You want to blame somebody? Blame Tibbs if that's what you want, okay? Like, seriously, go after that guy. There are games where Al- Alfred Payne has helped us, and there are games and it's more often than not that he just doesn't. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you have a guy who just puts – who has like 17 or more shot attempts, he's only getting you 50 points – that hurts when he just drives and he just chucks up shots. Don't get like, I noticed that. Like, it's bad. He doesn't facilitate that well. Like I said, there are games where he doesn't. You know, part of me thinks that he's with the wrong unit. Part of me thinks that if you put him with the second unit and just take him away from Randall, because for that brief stint where we saw him without Randall against the Milwaukee Bucks in that first half, he was actually moving the ball pretty well. He was finding RJ, he was doing a lot of things. It all went away in the second half, but he was actually doing his job. And maybe you can modify that way. Maybe you put Derrick Rose. Maybe you put Alfred Payne in the back. Like in the second He needs a
2: ball in his hand. But I don't think Alfred Payton needs a ball. And he's useless without it. Like D Rose is not useless without the ball in his hand. He's moved around. He he has the attention of the defense. Alfred Payton is kind of useless when the ball's not in his hand. And you're right. I mean point Julius has been good. And honestly, I I have had this like weird take uh that I kind of mentioned to you earlier just about the NBA in general. But it was is especially pertinent for us because we were so against it especially me coming out this year against this Julius Randle thing but man as as I watch the NBA you know every single day the best player on every single team regardless of position is the point guard think of a team right now the best player on the team brings up the ball whether that's the center you know in Denver Or whether that's a guard in Portland or it could be a forward in L.A. Like, it does not matter. You know, the two forwards in L.A., Like whoever the best player on the court. Like, even in Golden State, if Curry's not on the ground, Draymond's bringing it up. Like, whoever is the best player on the floor is the point guard. And so Julius Randle, because he's now developed into, you know, the player he is, he's our point guard sometimes. And we just have to live with it. And the point guard has to kind of adopt to that. So all these guys, like... We have the Jokic, and then we have the Jamal Murray on the other side. But, like, it doesn't really work. Like, they need a point guard. You know what I mean? Like, they need another guy to feed and, and you see, like, there's a weird dynamic. So, like, LeBron, he needs certain point guards to be with him. He needs a Dennis Schroeder. You know what I mean? He needs somebody like that. He can't have... Clearly, like, Alonzo... I mean, I, I think Alonzo Ball would fit perfectly, but, but it didn't. You know, he needs a certain type of guy with him. And so, mm-hmm. shooters especially, you know, he... It, it, it just it just depends. Everyone is different. He can't have George Hill. Like LeBron can't have George Hill as a point guard. Uh, and, and so I, I guess I guess that's so I, I agree with you. And that's kind of the point I want to make with like Randall and Peyton, maybe not meshing. But then,
1: yeah, no. So I agree with that. And that's where people want IQ to start. Like I get that whole like they want it. Like if you're going to have like LeBron or Jokic, that means you need a, a shooting gu- a guard that can shoot and score, which is where a lot of IQ comes in. And people are like, why doesn't IQ get a lot of minutes? And I get that argument. And to some extent, like I would agree, I would like to see IQ with that lineup. However, my question then to all of you who want that is what is your second unit looking like without IQ? So you have, let's play this theoretical game, right? Let's exclude Mitch because he's out for the season. You have Julius oh, Randle. I know. I know. We have Julius Randle. We have Nerland's Noel. You have RJ Barrett, right? Then you have Reggie Bullock. And then you put IQ in there. It's so a nice starting five. I, that's like you get you get two shooters. There were actually three because most three of those guys are like at least bottom mat like a minimum league average shooter. So it's actually a better shooting team. Absolutely. So now you're giving space for RJ and Randall to operate. Yes, and the numbers prove that. Right with that type with that lineup, the numbers show that it's more effective than having Peyton in there. Totally agree. What's your second unit now? Burks. Zeros. D- Zeros. D- Jesus. Like. I love D. Rose. D. Rose needs the ball in his hand. Burks needs the ball in his hand. Now what you got, Taj Gibson, Obi Toppin. It just
2: doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I and need then, IQ. And then, and then, if and I then, love K- IQ
1: so much, I want him to have the whole ball in the second unit. You know, I don't want D. Rose to have the ball in the second unit. It doesn't make any sense. And then you have Kevin Knox. Like re- Maybe Kevin Knox, Frank Nalikina. Like That's Kevin Knox for three to you, Alex. Three. Corner pocket Kevin, uh, corner pocket Kevin Knox. So shout out to our boy CK two K. Now, like the- like you hear that second unit and it could work. We haven't seen enough of it. Like Kevin, like the question with Kevin Knox is his defense. Then you also have OB Toppin's defense. So then you also have D Rose, who's not the greatest defender. He's about an average defender. Alec Burks is about an average defender. So you have two below average defenders, two average defenders, and then you're asking Taj to be this like. Like depth center, it could work. I'm not saying that it couldn't work. It could work, but I don't know. Knox Knox has been cold. He played very well against Detroit. Tibbs clearly doesn't trust him enough to even put him into the rotation that much. Frank, you need Frank to actually hit shots and not be worried. He's got a beautiful shot. He just doesn't – he's got to figure out rhythm. Yeah, Yeah. it's confidence and just figuring out rhythm, and I think he just – it's still a work in progress. So – Honestly, like you're trusting a lot out of that second unit and you're hoping that Derek Rose can get everyone in rhythm and then Alec Burks and just carry it. The thing with IQ and Burks is that IQ is just so confident in his shot for a twenty for a twenty 20- <laughs> Well he had a couple of good rookie. games,
2: man. He that that New York media confidence can get can get to your head, I, I feel.
1: It can, but like even still, so, like you have Burks, if you have Burks, like I'd rather D Rose start and have Burks and IQ in the backcourt because IQ can always find Obi. Yes or something, and then you have two lethal shooters when they're on that you can't, it's just hard to guard, and then it opens up the paint for everybody else. So now if you open up the paint for your starting unit, right, now if you're all worried about minutes for your starting unit, they're going to have to play more because that second unit is just not going to cut it, okay? It just won't. Yeah, It just won't. We just, we saw it. And we saw it with with Frank and everyone else against the Thunder. We saw how bum – like how bum it was to – it was so bumming just to watch it. Like (laughs) none of those guys are bums, but it's just like it was just a bummer to watch no offense. And it was a struggle. And then you saw OKC started to make a comeback. And then we had to rely in that game. And everyone was like, well, why is everyone getting so many minutes when we're up? It's because that second unit is not lethal defensively and they're not lethal offensively. They're just kind of below average on both ends at that point where it's not enough. So – yeah, I get well, it. Yeah. I, I get I I agree. I, I, I get I, I get I get the sentiment. I get the sentiment of everybody. And it's not like I wouldn't want like I said, I would love to see IQ to start. I love IQ. But then we have to be realistic. What is that second unit looking like? Like you in permanent marker, in permanent marker in my
2: second unit, I got Noel at center, I got IQ at point guard, and I got Burks at shooting guard. Or he could play the three if he wants. Yeah, two or three. the to- yeah, that, that's my time. permanent. Like I need, I need that second unit next year, Alex. I need it actually.
1: Yeah, no, like I hear you. And it's like, like, and hopefully Obi. I but think, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna
2: throw Obi in in the eight. I mean, in, you know, in the ten. I yeah. I feel like he could be a thing, third, a third. But you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Think, I do, I think those
1: three got. My thing with this is that starting is kind of irrelevant to me i could care less if i i would rather have i could get most of the minutes i just wanted to get most of the minutes It's about like, ending baby it's about yeah, ending i just want him to get most of the minutes so like if he comes in with the first unit right if you're like all right peyton you come out like we're in the second third quarter which is my biggest gripe with Tibbs is that he just sticks with like hockey rotations i'd rather not see hockey rotations and i guess this is why i was asking for him to start right is because he does these hockey rotations but I'd rather just Tibbs get rid of the hockey rotations, be like, okay, we're into the third quarter, Peyton come out, IQ go in, what's wrong with these guys, get all these guys in the minutes to finish and close out this game, and let's work it that way. That's how I think it should be done, all right? But overall, what I'm going with this whole long spiel is that, stop. let's just stop with the Alfred Payton stuff. It's, it's like, I get it here and there. It can be comical, but when it's every single night, like uh, just... It's like, no one wants to hear a DJ play the same damn song on the radio 24-7. How many of you remember that Rebecca Black song? It's Friday. It's like, how many times did you just want to pull out a gun and just shoot yourself in the head? Like, that, that's honestly, I think that like, had
2: more to do with the song than it did the, the repetitiveness of it. But I'm, I'm sorry you had to hear that,
1: Ricey. I'm sorry you had to hear that. You know but I'm saying? Like, the, repet- <laughs> no, the repetitive, the repetitive, like, but that's the thing. It's like, they overkill it with how much time, how many times you heard on the radio. And how many, like, like, we get it. It was a bad song. No one wanted to hear it. Alfred Payton doesn't fit, so it's bad for the Knicks. But we keep going at it, and no one wants to hear it, like, at this point. Let's, fair. Get fair. Fair. Let's get over and, and, it. That's fair. That's fair.
2: And and you know what, Alex? I, I, I do have a gripe with Tibbs. You're right. You say you if you have a problem, you have a problem with Tibbs. Honestly, I love Tibbs. I have, I have a problem with Tibbs, man. I have a problem with his minutes, and I know that's cliche, but, I mean, we're feeling it now. We're officially on the back end of the season. Randall's getting hurt and tired and RJ's tired and he's 20 and everyone's tired. You know, we're tired and you can kind of see it. And I don't know if it's coincidence. That that's not why we're closing games, but something to think about. But, but like, dude, what happened? I mean, we we completely buried the lead here today. What happened in the Dallas game, man? Like, I mean, the Dallas came to New York. KP's here. Luca's here. It was a big game for us. Like not only for, you know, the week, we it would, it would have been great for us, but to also see how we stand, you know, with the West, because the Dallas is kind of on our same trajectory on the West, you know, in the Western Conference, just like a record-wise and stuff like that. Now they're a little bit better, but we were kind of ranging around the same area, and we had KP in town. He was terrible, but he still, you know, almost had a double double. But I think he played terrible. Like, what do you, what do you think happened in that game?
1: Dallas was just rough, man. That was just Jesus. <laughs> That was a tough game to watch um, just because we had KP back. It was more so the offense and there was no ball movement. A lot of people were just looking for their own shots as like kills me, man. I, I, dude, I, I don't so get this. You can't
2: I, like, create offense. Is that what it is without a point guard? Like there's no coaching, like a uh, makeup plays
1: like Carlisle style. Like we're not, we're, the tips <laughs> not doing that. Right. I don't get it, man. I, I think he is. He does have an offensive scheme oh. in it. There is an, there's definitely an offensive scheme, but
2: it's just they don't no, run plays. Also, they don't huh? run plays. They have schemes, like they have schemes where it's like, "Yo, you, you like where you should stand, positions." But I don't yes. think they call plays, right? Like, I don't think they have plays. Uh, I don't. Like, I think, Carlisle has plays. You know what I mean? And like the, the yeah. Celtics have plays. Like, I, I just, I think, I think that's like the defense. That's like why, like, it's a quote unquote defensive coach. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't know. I
1: think
2: that stuff. That stuff. You're right. It, it, it really think like, becomes bright in the Dallas game.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're hitting it on the head. I think it's more an offensive scheme where it's like you do if you see if you see a do b, and if b, and then if it's not a and b, it's then a to c, and we go there. It's not all right. Where Carlos is like, all right. We're calling this for Luca. Luca, take it. I think when out of timeouts, that's when Tibbs is doing it, right? I think out of timeouts, timeouts, he's like, "Yo, Julius getting the shot, RJ's getting the shot. Let's run it for this." Like we saw in Miami, he's like, "Yo, let's get this to RJ and let's get it happen- happening." I don't think it's necessarily in the flow of the game on the sidelines where the coach is like, "Hey, let's let's run like 44, get it and like 40, like or whatever, like 49, like we're doing play four, get it to RJ in this situation, right?" And I don't think we're getting that necessarily. I think it's more so a flow of the offense where Tibbs says, hey, we're running this through Julius. Julius, make sure to make the right decision on who to get in in any situation. Look for Bullock on the wing. Look for someone on this side because they're going to be there for you, okay? We're going to run it for you, and this is what's going to happen because they have to. It's like when Dean and Tony made uh, James Harden the point guard, right, where everyone had to focus in on James Harden because we know he's the lethal scorer. So it's the same thing with Julius. He's the lethal scorer on this team. And then everyone else will be subsidized because of the openings that whoever, you know, will use the point guard, playmaker, facilitator in this situation. And then everyone else becomes open. And that's what it looks like. And that's why when we talk about guys who fit on the same and who don't, you know, that's how we're running it. And so I think that's what's really going on. Like you see the forms, like you'll see the Chicago, you see the the pistol, you see all these other type of uh, formations ran. But it's, you know, it's more so flow of the game than it is mm-hmm. as you point out rick carlisle i don't know the dallas mavericks game was just sucked dude because that's a game like i wanted to just beat of dallas Of course,
2: i know that's what i'm saying we, we we buried the lead like i know we were both hyped for that game it was a tough watch man um like the the timberwolves game hurt us right like the miami game we lost it was a fun watch the timberwolves was it was fun but then it hurt like it was painful it was a really like we fell off a cliff, like a we really high, high, and then a really low, low in that game. Dallas was just a bad game to watch, like you said. And then we had the high off the Pistons.
1: What's it looking like this week, man? Yeah, man. I mean, the Pistons game, it's great that we bounced back. That's a game that the Knicks win just to get your confidence back. That's the one thing I like about this team. We've had a five-game skid, but then after like three games, we usually come and bounce back. So I like that about this team. It's not this... Oh man, are we getting into this dark territory where this is just where it starts to unravel and then the whole yarn ball is just out and then your cat just starts playing with it and then you starts eating it, then you gotta take it to the hospital. No, that's not totally well happened.
2: honestly that's a bold <laughs> that's a bold claim, man, because if at any time it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen right now. I mean you're talking you're you were talking in the future about a trip, a West Coast trip, but like take a look at our schedule, man. Like take a yeah. look at it.
1: Yeah, no, this week we got you know, tomorrow we got the Brooklyn Nets. Well, it's uh, what's well, really yesterday? But yeah, yes, yes. When this pod comes, podcast comes out, it is yesterday, and we have played the Brooklyn Nets. We also oh, have Al. it's definitely now. Um, yeah, there's 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 no question about it. Uh, I'd love a surprise, but I, I just and then bullet giving
2: Bullock giving <laughs> bulletin board material. I could just see Randall's face like agreeing with his teammate, yeah, but then he's like, come on, dude. <laughs>
1: like, just No, I mean, it's funny. I mean, they're having fun, yeah. right? They're like, yo, yeah, they're having fun, but... And then Randall's like, we got a big 15. 15. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yo, those are my guys, you know what I mean? Those are my guys. That, that's, that's honestly the attitude you got to go into it. So I hope yeah. they, you know, they're competitors. Let's be real. They're competitors. They believe in themselves. They know that it's an uphill battle against the Nets, but they believe in themselves and they're going to go out and swing it. So I love who knows who's Who knows who's going to play? If Honestly, if, if, if Harden's not there... I feel good. I feel okay. I feel okay. Yeah. I don't feel good. Guy, I feel okay. The guy, the guy who's having an MVP season who should not win MVP, and if he does win MVP, yo, I'm there'd better be riots outside in New York City outside the NBA Denver office. <laughs> he deserves the MVP. Him or Embiid deserve like it, Embiid is hurt. No, come on, you got to take away Embiid. I know he's been injured, and I love the way Jokic is playing. First of all, Denver right now. Oh, boy, man! After that, Aaron Gordon trip, yo, they've been fun to watch. Yo, we'll, 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 get to you,
2: we'll get to it. We'll get to it in the We'll they've get to it. they been fun to watch. We'll get to it I know, um, I know. That's what I'm talking about we, with the pace, yo. Watching all the teams is like, ah,
1: dude, soon, it is, soon. Soon. <laughs> dude. Oh my god, the pace, the pace on the Nuggets has just gone through the roof with Aaron Gordon. It's insane, insane. Um, but then after that, the game I'll be at. Yep, <laughs> we got the hometown, Knicks. your hometown Celtics. Are right, you supper up right there? You <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare ever call that my hometown. Uh, so we got the we got the Knicks at Boston. I'll be there that game, uh, repping the orange and blue. You know, going to be a fun time in uh, the the fake garden. Uh, I will Nothing not, hits that. like
2: away games, man.
1: Yeah, fun. They're fun. Going to and going going to TD Garden is actually fun. Um, I'll say this: Knicks fans are very. You know, we get into our team, right? We get into our team. We're we're hyped, respectful, all those things. When you're at TD Garden man, those kids are savages. I'll tell you, like, we had last time. No, it was so stupid. It's fun fun sidetrack story. Last season, Knicks are in town. The one where Mook hits the shot and it looks like we're going to go into OT, but then Tatum hits the, the baseline jumper over RJ. I was at that game. Yo, I first of all, first of all, I've never heard an arena get so quiet. Like the the air was just sucked out of the arena. It was just like you could hear a pin drop for how quiet after the Mook hit that shot. During that game, like they gave out flyers, like these big, pa- like ca- like cardboardish paper things, like with like yeah. their team. It was like, the like the banner things. Yeah. Not even a banner. It's not a banner. It, I don't. It's like I guess it might have been a banner, like to hold up like Go Celtics, but thick, thick cardboardish type like paper. Not a good idea, man, because they were turning that shit into paper planes and throwing it. Yo, people were throwing that around the entire garden. I was sh- like, somewhere almost like getting to like the court. I was like, yo, we really throwing paper planes out of this stuff around. It's like hitting people on other decks. And I was all the way up top and like the deck. I was up top all the way in the deck on the 300 sections, man. People were throwing, it was hitting people on heads. You had security guards <laughs> escorting people. I was like, yo, what are we doing here, man? And it was like throughout the entire room. I'm like, this is stupid. Like, what the? F- Going that's on actually Hila-
2: that's actually hilarious. It's and hilarious. It, it happens at every single Jets game I've ever been to in my whole life. Yo, they Jets give out games? when they when they give out the preview. They give yeah. out like those, those things, and literally, <laughs> and then like every, and then if it hits the field, we all cheer. Like, you're upset about that happening, and the TD guard, that happens in my life, literally, the entire stadium
1: cheers. Yeah, I never been to uh, opening. Se- I have you been to an opening season. I think I went to one, but I don't remember that happening. I was think it was against like when it was Geno Smith. Against the Buccaneers. Jeez. They still don't know where they were. Revis made the one. We beat the box. Yeah,
2: we won. Yeah. Well, but yeah. Geno Smith's tough. Yeah.
1: Um. Anyway, we the
2: Celtics win. That's a, that, that's a No, we got to win game.
1: that game. Yeah. Game back to the next. That's, that's a, that's a win. We definitely beat. I not, only like that,
2: not only that, not only that, the Sixers are in, are in Boston Tuesday night. And then we are there Wednesday night. So like, come on, we better win that game.
1: Yo, they're going there. First of all, they got to step up for the, uh, the Sixers because that's a big game big that's rivalry. A big game that's it. We have a big yo, game today. Like, honestly, you know, yesterday, Monday. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is like, here's the thing. Everyone thinks it's Boston Knicks, like such a big rivalry. We don't really have that much of like a historic rivalry with the team, but Boston and Philly, yo, that is a uh, rivalry. I'm low that key is, hoping Embiid shows up soon. Yo, I hope Embiid shows up and just puts that work in on Boston, get some tire. We come in, we make easy work. All right. I think we win that one though. I think we beat the ball. Bo- I think we beat the Celtics. That way we get the clinch for the. It's uh, a huge game breaker. for our standings too, man. Yes, clinch for the tiebreaker, man. Because we're honestly, that's a team that, you know, that we if we get to a point, if if we drop to a point, that could be a legitimate team we have to face. So after that, we get Friday with uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. I think we could win that one. It depends if everyone. That's a tough one to call. But then, dude, I, I don't have, think I don't think that's a tough
2: one to call. I don't think it's a tough one to call. You know why? Because if you look at the Grizzly schedule, they're on an, an East Coast trip. They're mm-hmm. in Philly on Sunday, today as we're recording. And then they're in Miami on Tuesday, in Atlanta on Wednesday, and then at New York, the last game of their four game trip in New York, Friday night. That to me, before they have their whole weekend and then a late night Sunday game versus the Pacers at home. Man, that that Knicks game is a prime time loss for. It's on NBA TV. That's a prime loss for an NBA schedule. Man, that's like the end of a road trip. You got to versus a good defensive team. That's annoying. I, 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 that's an L. Right before you fly all the way back west. Like that's a that's an L. Yeah. For for okay. Memphis, in my in my opinion.
1: Okay. So More then- so to
2: do with them than us, honestly. Like we're a defensive team. Like we're just we're gonna be stingy. Okay, hopefully so jaron jackson jr is not back
1: <laughs> yeah uh i can see that then i would agree with you i can see us winning that game if that's a scenario and then we got sunday against the toronto raptors i think this is a come i think this is a revenge game i think we can actually win that one too and then we also have to finish it off with the los angeles lakers on monday because as we record this on sunday's podcast comes out on Tuesday, so we're going up until monday so we got the la lakers braun's still out right He's still out.
2: Um, I don't know, dude. He was tweeting last night that he's thinking about his ankle and his dreams and stuff. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's a total LeBron move to come back, but it is a high ankle sprain. I, I don't know. It's been a while. April twelfth. Another eight days. I don't know. It, 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 Honestly, c- it could be. If it's his first game back, I'll be happy because he's gonna he's gonna be on a minutes restriction. Yeah. yeah. So I'm o- I'm okay with that because dude that's we have four marquee matchups and our our slow game this week is against the Memphis Grizzlies like we have a hard <laughs> week you know what I mean like we have a- uh, Nets is a marquee game Celtics is a marquee game Raptors is a marquee game like just for our standings and then yep. the, the Lakers are in town on a Monday. And those are They're division gonna be highs
1: that's three division rivals we got so yeah like
2: we th- th- this is this is you, you like you're talking about the rough schedule at the end this right here in my opinion is the turning point. I think we're actually at the turning point. We're going to find out this week if we're real or not. To be honest with you because we're, we're we're below 500 right now. We lose like four we lose four of these games, it's over. Like you know what I mean? Now we're talking about playing game. Like for real for real. We're like Talking about playing, yeah. <laughs> no, I hear not, you. Man.
1: Not four or five seeds. I, th- I think the Knicks can sh- surprise us this week. You know, I think they can surprise us this week, especially with some teams like Boston. I think we could beat Boston. I think we could beat Toronto. Toronto is not scary anymore to me. And Memphis, uh, when you're talking about, it, I think we could beat them too, especially when we have Memphis and Toronto being home and we don't have to go anywhere. And Boston and like Brooklyn, like that's not even far either. Like Boston is by plane is like an hour trip. All right. That's an hour trip. That's not. That's nothing. And then you have uh, Brooklyn. That's that's home too. There, you, you just drive to the other side of town for. Uh, okay, for that's a good way
2: to look at it. So we're going to be kind of home for the next five games, even though we will kind of just have to go to
1: Boston for one day. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, no, I mean, like, what they're going to fly in, man. It's an hour. It's an hour flight. Done it before. Well, I'm just saying, it's right there. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. It's nothing. Yeah, but it's, you're it's, right. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not. T- it's not like going to the West Coast and having to come back, or even like Central, or or like. So you think you think we got
2: you think we got three wins sandwiched in, th- in between the the Nets and the Lakers losses?
1: Yeah, I like I like if LeBron is Anthony, I, I don't I, honestly. I'm so we don't, so like, we don't know, we, we I, I don't know. We never know what's going if, on if, with Anthony Davis. Anthony, we
2: never know what's going on with LeBron. Like that's a secret right now. And then we have Andre Drummond who even got hurt. Your boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Everyone's my boy around here.
2: Um, oh, well, Andre, well, Andre Drummond. I mean, I mean. I you're totally right so far. I mean, he's just he, he 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 has right now the keys to the Lakers organization. He can go right now, drop 25-25, get the ball every play with the back to his basket and and run the pace, run the, run everything. Get the get the get the the rating in his hand, get the ball in his hand, the usage rate up, everything. He can do everything he wants. Yeah, there's nobody not.
1: there's nobody there. There's nobody there. So. Yeah, and he's just not. So like right now, you're right. Like nothing to say, you're right. And the thing is, like he got injured too. Like his first game, like injured his toe. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine that was on the next? Oh Dude. my god! Headlines I mean, here's the galore. thing: we never
2: take into account.
1: We never take into
2: account two things. One, in general, in sports, we never take into account when they're off for so long. Like LeBron coming back, we think he's going to be perfect. Andre Drummond, he took three and a half months. That's an injury, so it's different. But like Andre Drummond took four months off, we think he's going to come back fine. Le'Veon Bell takes a year off. Like, yeah, no no issue. He's going to be fine. Like, there is something to losing that step that I think we really don't consider. And when they do come back, we did mention it. Like, how is LeBron going to play 30 minutes on his first game back? Is Jaron Jackson Jr. when he comes Eh, back, is he going to play 30 minutes? Like, no. Like, these guys are going to play 11 minutes and then go work out for two hours. You
1: know what I mean? To make sure their body works. Dude, for the Lakers, like... If there's no AD and there's no drum, if there's no AD, if there's no Drummond, if there's no uh LeBron, that's a win. And if that's not a win, that's that's, that's if they no, don't man, win, you're gonna, you're, LeBron, gonna,
2: you're gonna have some good, we're gonna have some good times with Tucker that game. A little uh Caruso, Kuzma, that's a Kuzma game against the Knicks. Like it, it's gonna be a fun yeah, here, one.
1: Here's, here, here's my thing like that. This is the this is one of the two games we have to face against the Lakers. The latter half, you know, LeBron's coming back. Because he has to get ready for the postseason run, so you know he's going to be back by then. And because here we go, let's just talk about the lat the West Coast trip that we got. We got the Houston Rockets. That should be a win because they suck. Um, we got the Memphis Grizzlies. Depending on how they are that day, that could be a win or a loss. That's a, that's a toss up game. You got the Denver. De- We're not beating Denver. <laughs> you know, the, their, the way they're playing right now, they love to the play with pace. We are not stopping that team. They're big. They got length. They're fast. Mm-hmm. And they can shoot. It ain't happening. I'm counting kind of, that as an L. We game. got Phoenix. Not happening. They're going to go against the Clippers. We saw what they did the last time. I don't depends.
2: See it depends. That game depends. But May 11 versus the Lakers, that's a big L. Yeah. That's a big L. Yeah, there's no way LeBron's Wellness come to the house and uh well
1: take they're gonna be out. fighting for a seed. Yeah, no, no, I, and that's the other thing. And so the same thing with the Clippers, like they're gonna be fu- these are, these guys oh, are yeah, all yeah, like
2: true. Yeah, Clippers, the yeah, songs, Den- Clippers, not Denver, Denver might be resting by then.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like these are all teams that are trying to like get good positioning, so it ain't happening, man. Like, and then the soft, the thing is like it's soft at the end. Like we have San Antonio, Charlotte, and Boston. That's soft. So we, that,
2: that's going to depend if we're going to make the playoffs, by the way, May 15th and 16th. Put it down in your calendar
1: right now. But as I'm saying, it's softer. Like, if, coming back from a West Coast trip, that is a soft. Like, Charlotte, Boston, like, I'm not saying they're easy, but it's softer, I should say. It's softer. It's not soft, but it's softer. But, yeah, but we're going to be around 100?
2: 500. We're going to be around 500 during those games, fighting for a playoff spot or seeding or a play-in game and against the Hornets and the Celtics. I, I'm i pretty sure those are the three teams. We're, we're, we're the same. Us three right now, and the standings yeah. wise, like yeah. the, honestly, shout out to the schedule makers for for at least those last two. Like those are gonna be intriguing games for the NBA. They might even Super get pushed intriguing. to prime
1: time. Super intriguing, especially us in Boston. That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be interesting. But yeah, man, like the schedule, it's rough. Like I think, I think for us, you know, depending, especially for the Lakers, I got three wins for us this week. Uh, I think this is gonna be a decent week to bounce back, just because of the you got schedule. four. Oh, uh, you got four wins, bro. If the, if it's four, if the conditional, Lakers don't have conditional on yeah, the Lakers, that's a, conditional. that's a conditional. That's a conditional because I don't know. We don't know if LeBron, AD, or any of those guys come back. But if they come back that game. I don't see them playing. the Little Julius, Rangers. old
2: Julius Randall revenge game. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. All right. i Honestly, I'll agree. I just, dude, I have this weird feeling that we're gonna beat the Nets, but we're obviously not gonna win all these games. So, uh, no way. We're going I do five game winning streak. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 I'm saying it's not. So I do. I think the Grizzlies is a W. I think the Celtics is a W. I'm going to. Those are my like permanent like marker. The Raptors is. It looks like it feels like an L to me. I know they're like reeling right now. Then it's not a trap I just think they're better. I know that their record isn't, but I think the Raptors are better than us. I know they're, they're they're in a bad very oh dude they're in an avalanche right now they got spicy p yelling at nick nurse apparently it was like way more than it, it was out to be but they have a solid team man. og and, and, and freddie and that guy kyle lowry like who's gonna defend him I, I i just i don't know the 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 raptors right
1: now on a sunday i that, think that bo- feels like an hell I think it's kind of internally blowing up like not not necessarily going to like last for like anything past the season. I just feel like this Mm -hmm. season because they're in Tampa, they're not in their homes or away from their families. I think for them, it is just a major uphill battle for what they're dealing with. I think that's going under the radar. I feel like everyone forgets that these teams, like no one's robotic. Like they're human. There's a human element to this. That there's emotions in this. So you're telling them that they got to. They're not seeing their families as frequently and all that type of stuff. They're not in their hometowns where where they're supposed to be. Now they got to fly from Tampa to New York to come win. I don't know. It's kind of rough, man. It's kind of rough. But yeah, this this is this this is it, man. This is the start. This is the turning point. This is the turning point of the schedule, as you pointed out, where it will be interesting to see how the Knicks handle it. And yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap up the next portion. Anything else you got to end, Ed? No,
2: that's it, man. I'm I'm excited to see where we stand on Sunday uh, when we're talking again. How we feel about the Lakers game coming in yeah. uh, that Monday? So I'm 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 intrigued by these games. I know you're going to be going insane uh, at the Celtics game. So I'm I'm excited for that, dude. I I'm begging for a Nets win. I'm begging for a Nets win. I would take a Nets win. <laughs> over anything this week so Yo. and it's not even emotions like it will change the trajectory of this team
1: like you see the how confidence the yeah. confidence level will be through the roof that's it will
2: change everything you know what I mean that one win will change everything and it's, it's not just a regular you know pump it up on the schedule that's BS so I'm just My hoping absolutely. we get that Nets win rolls into that Celtics game I hope the Celtics beat the Sixers and then we beat the Celtics uh, if they lose to the Sixers, I think that's an L for us. Those are like that's my condition there. Like we're, whatever the the Celtics going to split those games. So if they beat the Sixers, they're going to lose to us. If they beat, if I don't they lose know, the man. Sixers, they've
1: been pretty bad. Like Boston. I know. I just Boston fans are really uh, down on the Celtics
2: this season. It's listen, man, Boston fans are always down on their team if they're not going to win the championship. And then the Yo. second they win the championship, they tell me they're the best yeah, team ever. I, yeah. I, 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 and then and but then dude, once they lose, they say, "Oh, we didn't care. We weren't supposed to win anyway." I can't stand Boston fans.
1: There's, it's so hypocritical. It's really obnoxious when they do that. Um, but no, you, you can feel it. You can feel that there's a down energy around here where it's like, they're th- people are ready for the Red Sox season. I'm Just like you're ready for the Red Sox season. Yikes! <laughs> I know,
2: I know. They are very excited about the Red Sox. That is, that is weird. Uh, but yeah, that, I'm, that that about wraps up for me. I will agree with you, man. I'll, I'll just I'll agree with you, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna take the Raptors' loss away.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll
2: give, give me the Nets
1: one instead. I'll swap. All right, three and one. You you're high on the Nets. I am not. So. That's, I'm not high. I'm just I'm just I'm praying. It's Easter. Okay. All right. Hey, I, I feel that energy. I, I I appreciate that energy. It's Easter. Put some prayers out there. Let Jesus take the wheel and uh bring us to this win against the Brooklyn uh, Nets, all right? Hey, so Hopefully, hopefully,
2: that- Kyrie's like on sabbatical or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kyrie, where you been, man? Yeah. It's Easter, man. I got to take a sabbatical. Chillin'. Uh, Birds it's all good. Herbs, Enjoy, it, dude. We're,
2: we're not hating. We're, we're jealous. Enjoy. Take take I your wish. time.
1: I wish. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to take a quick break, come back for the et cetera portion, all right?
2: What's up, everyone? And we're back with the et cetera portion today alex let's keep it nba for now drew holiday getting the bag dude getting the bag on a
1: sunday easter sunday just rolling in with that extension that max extension how you feeling about that man good for him man he's a good player he's underrated he deserves he deserves that money he's playing well he's helped the bucks man he's different he's i like him more than eric bledsoe for that team good perimeter defender very well-rounded player good shooter um, I like it. Congratulations to him. Like it's the Bucks. All right. Let's, let's be real. Like it's Milwaukee guys are like, I, I, it's so funny when everyone gets so hyped about these contracts, but you have to realize that the three best players now are Giannis, Chris Middleton drew holiday on that team, right? You need those three guys at least to keep it competitive. And you have to at least entice Giannis to, to stay and not be upset. So I get why they paid and to keep Drew Drew in uh
2: he's signed. Milwaukee. Giannis is signed forever. He's I know, forever. I'm not I'm just
1: still like he could request trades and make a fuss and try to call true, 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 or whatever. True. You know, we've still
2: <laughs> <laughs> wear a fat suit, anything.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. Fat suit, sabbaticals, whatever you want. Uh just not play and ask your way out like AD did. You know, you can do all those things. Apparently, it's it, why not? Con- contracts. Doesn't matter. Drum, at this point. Pull a drum in. Yeah, pull a drum in. Just be like, <laughs> why <laughs> do we, why even have contracts at this point? Who the hell knows? Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I like, I like the move for them. You have to try to keep him there because he will be a free, free agent. Right. So he can go anywhere he wants. Somebody could, like, you could have had the Lakers throw him more money. He could have gone to the Lakers. So you're trying to lock him up so he doesn't, you don't have the competition. Better to do it now than to wait when he's, uh, unrestricted free agent, and then just lose him. So it makes do you sense trust them. Do you trust this Bucks team? No, I don't. I think in the playoffs.
2: Th- who, who's better than them in a, in a in a seven game series? Like, do you have Miami, Philly over them?
1: Ah, oh, so tough, man. And it's not because I don't like the talent on the Bucks. I love Giannis. Giannis is like one of my favorite players. um Greek freak, baby i think with that team they're really capped by mike budenholzer like he brings you it's like with the hawks he brings you to like a certain level and then that's it you need somebody else and you need somebody else i've I've always felt like that generally but
2: just that's when lebron was here (laughs) you know what i mean that's when like you have to go through that lebron wall like yeah, the cat like yeah, the, there is a ceiling on the head coach and that's cuz you can't out scheme LeBron and you obviously don't have the talent. So that's it, you're not going to get past him. I just don't feel that with the Sixers or the Heat. The Nets. I mean the Heat the Heat I the feel Nets? like are just going to out coach you. You know what I mean? And they're going to outpace you and they're going to out defend you and that's why I think the Heat are my team. But that's not necessarily cuz I don't trust the Bucks. To be honest with you, that's my or I guess we're not talking about the Nets. So I mean I don't think we could say anyone's going to beat the Nets with a straight face on. So that's just – I kind of like leave that to the side. So if I tell you who's going to win Nets or Bucks, and you say Nets, that's not an indictment on the Bucks. I think an indictment on the Bucks would be if they lost to – before they saw them. But not necessarily if it's Miami, in okay. my opinion. So they're kind of third tier. Are you putting them like third tier, like number three in the East right now? Just not standings-wise, just like based on you and how you see them doing. Three in the East because I think I I, I would put I, them. That's what I would do. I think I think I would have so Brooklyn, I, Miami, and then throw uh, them in there third, Brooklyn, and then put Miami and then and I'll put and then there? Bucks and then I'll put
1: Philly. Well, that's on four. Well, we saw the Heat take out the Bucks last season in the second round, right? Um, yeah, it's
2: is a different This It's a different game,
1: but yeah, I know it's a different. I know it's a different. The Bucks game, are better. They are better having Bledsoe is better than having Drew Holiday in my opinion, but. They're, the thing with them is that they're such a formulaic Absolutely. team for the Bucks, right? Um it's either Giannis is going in, which opens up the three-point shooting. I always say it's either Giannis going in open up the three-point shooting or the three-point shooting opening up for Giannis, vice versa. There's no adjustment, which is Budenholzer's biggest flaw, which is why there's a cap to that team. Third, like I think that he could definitely because the Heat owned them last season, uh, and that's why. Like when I saw that matchup, I was like, "It's not good for it's not good for the Bucks because the Heat had them in the regular season." I Dude, think Duncan the Bucks, Robinson.
2: Duncan Robinson might be the most underrated basketball player in the NBA this year. I'm not joking. He gets six uh, threes yeah. a game, and he. I, I don't even. No one
1: even knows his name. It's it's unreal. I think I think Miami's starting to pick it up, and they're starting to come into their own. You know, you had, you had Jimmy Butler missing in the beginning. They had a. They just came back with a shortened season for like off season for them because they finished September October. Androgic, so I think, huh? Androjic too. He's been hurt. Yeah. Just like Butler. Yeah, he's been hurt too. And everyone's starting to come back, get healthy, getting ready for the postseason. So the thing about the NBA is that standings, they don't mean as much as they used to, Um, you know, in the sense of what it means more to the teams who are on the back half, right? So for a team like the Knicks, for the Hornets, it does matter for who you're going to face up if you want to make it to the second round, right? For those Do you think home teams, field advantage is more or less for COVID? Like matters less or more this d- year, the playoffs. I don't know because each 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 arena is different is how and right? in, in who's yeah. many fans are allowing or if they're allowing fans at all. I think it's very different. So, without that in mind, though, excluding that because I don't know each state regulation, each team's like adherence to such stuff, to to the COVID uh, regulations. I would put my. I would agree. Miami's up there. I don't know if they're necessarily. I don't know if they're one for me, but they're definitely. I think we have to put Brooklyn just just because, like, you just have to, man. They have every oh, MVP oh, oh, for sorry. the last, like, oh, five sorry, years. Because we, we we're excluding. Yeah. So, second. Let me just scrap that. Yeah. So, I got Nets. I actually like the Sixers. I think they I – I I like them because defensively, they're a tough team to play against. Without Embiid, though, they're just, they're just rough, man. And they got shooters, dude. With Embiid, they, they got, they got shooters. shooters that can let it fly. Yeah, Seth Curry, Tobias Harris is having a like a career season. Um, Mini Mello, baby. He really is Mini Mello. I don't care what anyone says. He's Mini Mello. And then you also have Danny Green, who just loves to turn back the clock from time to time. And shout yeah, out to he, like, he likes to be
2: in the finals. So you have he has yeah. that going for him. That's crazy, bro.
1: Spurs, Lakers, and Raptors. Yo, he's as much as like people get to know. Did he win Green, with the Spurs? Yes.
2: He did, yeah. He has three. Yeah, he did.
1: Yeah, with Kawhi. He, he, had, he had back-to-back,
2: though, Last the last two years. It was crazy. Raptors, Lakers.
1: Was it? Yeah. It was. Yeah. Was. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, snap. He's back-to-back that's champion. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Long yeah, Island boy. Yeah, Long Island. Long Island native. Uh, Tobias Harris is also a Long Island native. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: Minnie Mellow, dude. He, he, he I've been always calling him i've been calling him mini mellow since honestly the beginning and now he's finally i know he's making me not look like an idiot finally he is turning into mini mellow
1: yo when he was on uh detroit between detroit and the clippers is where he started to like really come into his own um well it was clippers then detroit and then that whole yeah i like so i like the nets i like the 76ers Probably go with Miami than the Bucs because I think Miami, they're better. They're better at adjusting and not relying on solely one person. Where for the Bucs, it's all dependent on Giannis. You know what I mean? Like, I like Drew. Chris Middleton likes to fade in the playoffs. Drew, I think he's a very good complimentary guard. I think if they had a different way of playing basketball, I would be more in on them. But I just know Mike Budenholzer is not going to adjust. I know he's going to do the same thing that he's been doing through the regular season. And unless they get a nice cake matchup in the first round, you know, the second round is going to be interesting. It's probably going to be a loss for them in the second round. So I got them four. I got them. Okay, that's fair. That's a fair assessment.
2: So that transitions into the Tuesday night NBA TNT schedule just tonight. Prime time. We've talked about it a lot on this pod. We got Philly at Boston Tuesday night. What do you got? Philly. Okay. I think Philly wins. I, yeah, think Philly I, I, got, wins. Honestly, I got Boston, man. I really, I really I do think this is a typical Boston game, and you talked about it. Rivals coming in. They need this game. Uh I don't really trust Ben Simmons actually, on the road. Uh actually,
1: Embiid's not is Embiid's back, right? I don't think I don't think Embiid's in yet. Is he? Is he? Let me let me check that right. Let me check that right quick. I think Embiid was back. Let me check. Uh well Embiid. Oh, yeah, he did. He's returning today. Okay. So I think I don't know how ready he'll be for. Dude, definitely give me the Celtics. Yeah. I did oh. not even realize
2: that Embiid's beats back. Give me the Celtics a lot. He needs yeah. time. Yeah, His whole time thing is back. fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gonna... Perfect. Give me the Celtics on Tuesday. Then give me the
1: Knicks on Wednesday. Just exactly how we planned it. Yeah. That's actually a good, that's a good idea because Joel coming back from injury. He's not going to be. It's no player comes back. Feeling fully healthy within the first two three games. He's
2: gonna feel it after two days, man. He's gonna play Sunday first game. He's gonna feel the. the he's gonna feel it after two days. He'll wake up <laughs> Tuesday morning like ah. <laughs>
1: yeah, and he's not going right. Yeah, you're you're totally right. So it's actually a very good game for the Celtics to have like a sneaky win. Um, I agree with that. I could get. I, I could prime right.
2: time. The, the Indiana job is taken by Woodson. Stevens is chilling. Marcus Smarts here. This is the perfect boss. Is Boston back? Can we
1: talk about that for a second? Just quick sidetrack. I know yeah. we love to sidetrack. Uh, Brad Stevens leaving the NBA for Indiana. What nonsense was this? <laughs> I mean,
2: if he was about to get fired, totally get it. Awesome Yo, move. It's not happening. It was not happening.
1: Anyone who actually thought Brad Stevens was going to get fired from Boston.
2: No, it makes no sense to go from an NBA coach to a college coach unless you're going from, like again, like a back end guy. That's, like, really not going to make it or whatever. Like, if Nick, like... It's not, not, even not Nick a Rick Pitino situation. Exactly. It's not even Nick Nurse. Like, if Nick Nurse got offered, like, UNC, I don't I don't know if he's taking that. He's like, why, dude? I was a, I was a G League coach. I won. I went to the NBA. I won. Why the hell would I go back to college? Like, we start, start going to kids' living rooms on a, on a Wednesday night and, like, to tell his mom that we're going to take care of little Timmy, you know, the 17-year-old, so he could play basketball for us for one year. Like, it, 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 it's different. It's a different life,
1: you know? Absolutely, different life, different vibe, and like I love how Woj came out. He's like, "Can we just stop?" No one has ever gone from like no one has w- willfully gone from NBA exactly. to college. Willingly,
2: will- will- willingly is the number yeah, will- is like the really the
1: key word. Yeah, will yeah, willingly. Sorry, thank you for correcting.
2: Willingly. No, 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 no I'm willing- just saying like no one
1: on purpose. Like if I'm fired, sure, dude, give me that Rick job. Rick sucked in Boston. All right, he that's why he went to college. He's like everyone saw him like a, his whole track record is like. Yeah, bro, we're not doing this. You are not good whatsoever. Please get out. And he's like, going to college. Same thing with same thing with Coach Cal. Coach Cal was not good in the NBA, which is why he stays in college. Same thing with Saban when it came to NFL. He was not good in the NFL. He stays in college. So yeah, that's how that works for college coaches. They didn't succeed in like the professional level. And you'd rather be in the professional level than college because the name, the accolades winning at that such a high level, you're there's no other, there's like, yeah, we well can talk about like, okay, Coach Cal's got a great Kentucky program, all this type of stuff, da, da 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 One of the greatest college coaches ever. But when you, if I bring up, if I say, all right, who's great, Greg Popovich or Coach Cal, you're all going to look and be like, yo, it's Greg Pop, no doubt. It's like, why? Well, he coaches in the NBA and coach so many. It's like, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. He had the chance to show his resume at the, on the national level, on the biggest stage possible. That's why anyone who's like, and Brassie was not going to get fired. I don't know why people th- – like Danny Age loves this guy. They legit like hand-chose him like, yo, man, you're going to be, be the face of this rebuild. You get Marcus Smart and everyone – you, you made IT work. Let's, I think the thing is that we're just seeing that he's not this – you know. and I was part of this hype too where he's just like this brilliant genius uh, to get everything going. So like, everyone was like, yo, Brassie was like a genius. He knows how to get everything to work. And it's like I think we just overhype everybody. When, they, when they're new on the scene. He's a, he was a shiny new coach toy. That, that's what it was. So everyone's just like, yo, he's great. He made IT like an MVP candidate for it. Yes. Got, this guy's amazing. Yo, he, yeah. makes, he makes Mook look like an amazing star. It's like, okay, guys, let's, <laughs> let's, let's chill out. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. That's
2: my rant. Right. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. I agree. And then and the last game, to put a cap on it, another East Coast, very relevant, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, to see if they're kind of real, they're going to Golden State. I mean, they're versing Golden State, so I, I think it's at Golden State actually. Because um, ten o'clock game. Give me the Bucks. I think they I, I really think they're gonna. I really, honestly think they're fine. They're gonna. Listen, man. I don't know if it's like my weird thinking. I don't know if it's like my experience watching games and loving underdogs and just keeping track of like the. Like everyone seems to always love like you know the top of every standings and the championship. I get it all, but I really gravitate towards like those guys that fall out. The team that's supposed to win and loses that everyone forgets about. Like Milwaukee. And like Coach Bud, you know, in Atlanta, like it's fu- like how many times can this happen? It's either going to be I think this is a year of reckoning for them. You know what I mean? They're either going to be real this year, and they're going to be like, "Yo, we're a real team, and we we just got beat to uh, by the by the superstar Nets, or we got you know beat by the Miami system, the defense and pace. You know, fine. If you lose to both those teams, you know, in the playoffs line, you lose to the Sixers in the playoffs, too. That's a problem. Honestly, because you're, you're totally right. It is a ceiling at that point. If you can't beat the Sixers in a, in a seven game, like this is this is it they're gonna get better and you're gonna get worse from here on out you know what i mean so this is i think this is a big year for them and it's the final stretch Do we got 20 games left give me milwaukee to to beat golden state but i predict a show from steph because it's tnt man it's prime time
1: yeah i agree i got the bucks beating the warriors because the warriors have also been skidding let's just let's just keep it a buck man they have not been playing well they're out of the playoff standings right now in the west and the west is only getting tougher day by day and they have to dig themselves out of a bigger hole, you know? I mean, <clears throat> look. Right now, they lost the last two games against the Raptors. They got blown I got to say it, man, because it's just they got blown the fuck out by the Raptors, bro. 130 to 77. Yo, that is an that ass tough. whooping. That is an ass whooping. When I saw that score, I was like, "Huh? Like is <laughs> we, we playing 2K?" <laughs> <laughs> I know I know what's, hap- what's happening here uh, what we play 2k with actually like regulation minutes just like 12 12 minute uh, quarters dude yeah uh,
2: shout out what? yeah I mean like one of one of the a big like uh, I guess like NBA personality social uh, her name is needs like she uh, she's a big Golden State Warriors fan and she like goes live on on Twitch and uh, I, I I caught a, I caught a glimpse of that when she like pulled the, when she saw the score to the Raptors Golden State game was, I, I I felt her for that for that, for that one minute because that was the, if I if that popped up and that was the Knicks like we've had those years you know what I mean where it's like the Knicks are out you know we're out by the All Star break we know it's a losing season we're just like losing games and all of a sudden like you're not really paying attention to the games that much you know it's like on and off. And then all of a sudden it pops up on your phone, like lost by forty-five. Like, what just happened, dude? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, at least we did that to the Pistons, you know what I mean? At least we gave the Pistons the, the business. So I'm exactly how the that. Pistons feel this year. They're
2: like, Oh, we know we stake, whatever. And then, like, oh my god, we lost to what? To the Knicks? Like,
1: what's happening? How much? By how much? <laughs> yeah, thank God we're thank God we're giving that out now. On the side, you know I, mean? I know. Woo. It's different though. It's different. It's my different god. on the side. Yo, it slaps differently, you know what I mean? Uh, you're right, you're right. But, no, nah, Warriors are 23 and 26, so, so so they're not fully out of it. They're three games below 500, you know, 15 games behind for being first in the West. That's not going to happen. But what they, they're they just two games out for being the A seed against the San Antonio Spurs. Um, I, I don't see it, man. I don't see how... They're gonna they're gonna beat the Bucks. Bucks are a better team than the Warriors. You know what I mean? If they had yeah. clay, they really need this is who they're really they're really missing clay, man. They're really missing that. They're, lost they're brother. really missing my boy. They're missing my boy. They missing my boy.
2: Lost clay. brother. But yeah, that, that 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 wraps it up for the basketball stuff. Just a quick mention on the baseball stuff. I know uh, we we're, go. At the, we're at the end of this. Yeah, we're at the end of this pod right now. There's nothing really much. I mean we're one on one right now. We're, we're we're you know we're at the third game of our first series. The Blue Jays. We got Armand on right now. Didn't have a great inning early on. We're down 3-0 in the fourth. We could still come back this game. I think I'm going to be at the next game uh, tomorrow. Orioles are in town. We got Gumby Jordan Montgomery. I call him JMO. He'll be on the on the mound. We got a little, little nice little uh, series coming in. This little home series against the uh, Orioles, 635, Monday through Wednesday. So we'll check back in with you guys after that. Uh, the Yankees at Rays on Friday, start the weekend uh, in Florida. They're chilling. But for now, uh, we got some spring weather, Yankee stuff. I'm not going to panic. We're good. <laughs> We're good for now. I'm, one, some things on the Yankees that are bothering me, some things that are not. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut for now. Let's it. let, let let's have our first series, You know, first couple series before I, op- I open my mouth.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's early, man. It's early. We're one and one. You know, we're showing that. Uh, we're we're just getting into the season. You know how it is. Like slow starts. Got to get back into rhythm. Well, they had a condensed season last year. Sixty. I games need Yankee Stadium games. in
2: my veins, Alex.
1: I need a, I need a. I can't. I can't wait to go to Fenway to catch a Yankee game. Can't wait to go catch a game of the Bronx. Uh, I need to. I need to go back to the Bronx. It's been a minute. Um, it's been a good minute though because it is hella expensive just to go get seats at t- t- Yankee Stadium. Crazy. Um, shout out
2: to Marissa. She's, uh, she's going to hook me up with her uh, season tickets tomorrow. So shout nice. out to her and Chaz.
1: Nice. Um, yeah, so we got to let it go. You know, let's, let's let it play out and uh, let's see, man. I mean, it's not looking good right now. It's three. It's I mean end of the fifth three one Uh, Blue Jays as we're recording. Yeah, we're gonna win this one. To... We're
2: gonna win this game. Let's get yeah. the positive vibes. We have a, yeah, a bullpen. Come on,
1: Sanchez. We, we, we
2: need, need Chappy today. We got this. Yeah, Don't man.
1: worry. Yeah, man. How yeah, about I, knew, boy... I need
2: DJ and Clint to wake up a little bit, but it's okay. We got this. How about my, how about my boy
1: Gardy? driving in a run, man?
2: <laughs> Dude, it's still so weird that he pinched he pinch ran for Clint. But again, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. Let's just see how let's let's, let's just see how uh, it plays
1: out. Yeah, because we're doing early. weird stuff.
2: We're doing yeah, weird look, stuff. Stanton,
1: St- 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 Resting Stanton, I know. Yeah. It's uh it's 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 early in the season, man. I'll it's keep my early. mouth shut. I'll keep my mouth shut. keep early in, my mouth shut it's, it's early in the season. <laughs> Let's chill. If we're like midway through the season, we're like, yeah, we gotta rest Stanton. I'm like, yo, he's a DH bro. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What are we resting?
2: What is he resting <laughs> for? <laughs> exactly. Like, what is he gonna do? Go to batting cages and the, like just did exactly that. Yo, Anyways. if it's
1: just, if it's like yeah, that that's what I'll say. If it's like if we're 60 games in, we're like, yo, we gotta rest uh Stanton from being DH today, I'm like yeah, I guess, I guess honestly,
2: I mean, yeah, you know, we have to take the philosophy
1: that, like, we have to just trust
2: Boone and probably he's like, yo, Stan stinks right now. And if he keeps going up there and he's stinking more, he's just going to stink more. He just, like, he's fine. Like, let him, he needs to get his rhythm back. He just needs time. Like, him going in, you know, his manager experience with this guy, like, if you put him in the box, he's just going to do bad. Numbers going to get worse. He's not going to get better. He just needs
1: time. And you know what go, I mean? Guys, and guys focus on their numbers, man. So you don't want his number. As for a guy like him, Alpha. that's literally man, all he, he has. Plays. He, <laughs> that is legit going to be bugging the living daylights out of him because he's going to think about like, yo, I need to have a good season. So like, he's probably imagining right now, like, look, my guy's not feeling it. You don't he- want to start for five, bro. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, nah, 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 but that That about wraps it up. I'm, I'm, I'm.
2: We have a huge, huge Knicks week coming up. We have a, a fun Yankees week. Nothing too crazy and we're we're starting to ramp things up for uh the draft and uh jets week we have a byu blocked on guy coming on to i i guess walk us to the plank of zach wilson would be the best player to put it because uh, we're kind of not on that bandwagon right now so we got a, we got
1: an interesting april coming up man interesting april definitely an interesting april coming up if you are a jets fan be excited we're we're trying to get some guys on here to give us uh, some aspects about the quarterbacks um, and also that other, are not Jets fans. Yes, <laughs> they are not Jets fans and get like a more like a, someone who's watched them. Who's been, you know, following their games and to give us better ideas of other prospects that the Jets could also look at. So we're trying to do that as well. You know, we're trying, we're in the works of doing a couple things. So be BYU this week, if you're a Jets fan, get pumped up for that. If you're on the Zach Wilson train, uh, John and I are not on that train, but you know we will live with whatever decision JD makes, because um, that's just who we are. That's who we are. And you know, uh, we got Ohio
2: State coming. Justin Field, shout out to our boy Ricey. We got some. We, we we're trying to cover our bases
1: uh, for the draft. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> all right, guys, that wraps it up for another Knicks episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Thank you all for listening again. Uh, yeah, make you know what to do, guys. You can find us on all listening platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Just do it. Stitcher, Just do it. Google Play. Just do it, man. More, like Kobe says, more. And if you want to help us out by doing more, give us a five-star review. And leave a comment. Let us know what you think about us. You can interact with us on social media. You can follow. You can find the uh, podcast on so- all social media platforms, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Knicks, comma Jets, comma, ETC, period. All right? You know what it is. And then, as always... We'll catch you guys later this week for another Jets episode. Be excited, guys. BYU. NFL draft is almost here. It's almost here.
2: Almost here. <laughs> and the NCAA championship, man. The final four was crazy.
1: Oh, yeah. Yo, Jalen Suggs. Bring him to the New York Knicks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Don't even start. All right. That's it, man. Let's go, Knicks. And let's go, Yankees, baby.
1: Let's go, Yankees.